Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Bitro Kila Shari Tshuva podcast. We continue today in Shar Sheni, the second gate. We are up to Ot Tetvav, paragraph number 15. We continue our discussion of the six different ideas or meditations that should inspire us to engage in the Tshuva process. Today we begin our discussion of the Derech Hashishi, the sixth and final meditation that will hopefully inspire us to engage in Tshuva. Says Rabbi Yonah HaDerech Hashishi, the sixth way to motivate ourselves to engage in Tshuva. Kol eit ikon likrana lohav kilo yeda Adam et ito. Person needs to recognize that they must always prepare for their ultimate encounter with Hashem after they die, because a person does not know when that time is going to come. Okay, therefore, a person should arouse their conscience and establish themselves with righteousness so that they can return their soul in a state of purity to Hashem, just like it was given to him in a state of purity. And they need to make sure that uh, at all times they're investigating their ways and thinking about different ways to correct themselves um, and to improve. And they should examine them every morning and they should constantly be checking their ways to make sure that if there is a place for improvement that they make sure to take advantage and improve. And Chazal tell us So Rabbi Eliezer says actually in a Mishnah in Masachat Avot Parak Bet Mishnah Yud that a person should make sure to do tshuva the day before they die. So Amrilo Tamidav his students said back to him Rabbeinu uh, our teacher our master does any any person know the day that they're going to die? Of course, if a person knew, so they would engage in the tshuva process. But a person typically does not know the day that they're going to die. So how can we fulfill this idea of shuv yom echad tadcha to repent the day before you die? So Amar Lahem, Rabbi Yezer responded to his students, Kol So he says, look, what's the best way to fulfill it? To make sure that you are engaged in the tshuva process every single day because you might die tomorrow, God forbid. So therefore, you should always be engaged in the tshuva process. And then all of your days, it will turn out, will be days where you are engaged in that tshuva process. Ve'omer, Rabbi Yonah continues, he quotes Pasuk here in Kohelet, Perak Tet Pasuchet, Bechol eit yu vegadecha levanim v'shemen that at all times your garments should be white and your head should never lack oil. Lovin Habgadim says Rabbi Yonah, the whiteness of one's garments that uh, we're referring to in the Pasuk here, Mashal al Hanefesh is a metaphor for a person's soul being cleansed of sin, right? Because they have actively engaged in the Chiva process. Vashemen, and regarding the making sure you never, your head never lacks any oil, so there the Pasuk is Mashal Lima Sim Tovim Vishem Tov. That is a metaphor for good deeds. And a good name that is earned by performing those good deeds. Kenyan Shinamar's Pasuk tells us this also is in Kohelet Parzain, Pasuk Aleph, Tov Shem Mishem and Tov, that a good name is better than good oil. So the Pasuk here. And Kohelet is trying to explain to us that the whole eight, at all times, we need to be engaged in the tshuva process, making sure that we are free of sin and that we are full of mitzvot and that we have a shame tov and we have a good name. Rabbi Yonah continues, Chazal also tell us this in a midrash in Kohelet Rabbah, that mashal ishto shel malach. Imagine you have the wife of a sailor, someone who goes out to sea. She would always adorn herself. She would always have 
makeup on, she would always dress very nicely, even though her husband was away at sea. And all of her neighbors would say to her, They would say to her, look, your husband, he went out to sea. He's going to be gone for a very long time. Why are you getting all dressed up? Why are you putting all this makeup on as though you need to uh, look nice for him? He's not going to be around for a while. Put on your uh, your uh, sweatshirt, your sweatpants, whatever. So she says back to them, Bali Malachu. She says, You're right, my husband is a sailor and he does go out to sea for a long period of time. But he says, But who knows what's gonna happen? Maybe there's gonna be a strong wind, and that wind will allow him to return sooner than we would have expected. And he's gonna come back, and I want to make sure that I look as beautiful as possible upon his return. So what? So the similar idea is that when Hashem gives us a uh, neshama, so we never know when we are going to uh, give that neshama back to Hashem. We never know when we are going to be united uh, with Hashem, so to speak, our neshama with uh, Hashem. And it's important that we're always in uh, you know, the best possible uh, state, uh, free of sin, full of mitzvot, like this woman who is always wearing her makeup, always dressed to the nines to make sure that should her husband arrive in an unexpected manner, that she is ready to greet him. Uh, Rabbi Yona continues, that a person needs to imagine, specifically when they're in a calm and a peaceful state, when things are going well, that how his heart, even though things are calm and very peaceful right now, his heart will worry and there will be fear and trembling uh, on the day of this person's death, God willing, after 120, because he's going to have to stand before Hashem and give an accounting of his entire life. And he should imagine how he's going to have to confess all of his sins with a broken heart uh, at that time. And therefore, he should do this every single day. The more we do it here, the less we'll have to do it, God willing, in the next world. person should always confess their sins with a broken heart. And that way, they will always have the fear of heaven upon him. Like, uh, you know, we said one of the other, again, this is the sixth uh, meditation as if, to help us I- inspire ourselves to engage in the tshuva process. So uh, we talked about already old age as well, that as a person gets older, they recognize that they're not going to be here forever. So they, that should inspire them to engage in the tshuva process. It's true of old age because a person naturally is getting closer to the point of death, God willing, at 120. But we have to have this thought process every single day of our lives because you just never know. I mean, just thinking about the this past year, Lo Alenu, uh, a, a pandemic, something completely unexpected. Unfortunately, it leads to loss of life. The the, the stampede at uh, Mayron, Lo Alenu, is something so uncommon, so rare, right? Uh, what t- took place at Surfside, Lo Alenu, right? The collapse of a building, we just never know. And God willing, we'll all uh, live healthy, uh, happy lives until 120, but we know that it's just not the way to bet, and therefore we have to be prepared every single day. So number one, we should be constantly engaged in the chuba process, and as Rabbeinu Yona continues, again, based off that pasuk about the Shemen, making sure that our heads are never free of oil. He says, A person needs to find uh, new opportunities to perform additional mitzvot each and every single day. Because, God forbid, a person may die again at a time when they're not expecting it and they will, be, uh, they will lack those mitzvot, so to speak. And Chazal tell us, this is in the Kohelet Rabbah, any person who goes out of his way to do an additional mitzvah prior to their death, it's like they have fulfilled all of the Torah, and it's treated like he was only missing that one mitzvah, and 
Thank goodness he was able to get to it before uh, he died. But a person who goes out of his way to do one more avirah before they die, I got to have one more cheeseburger before I uh, sign off. So it's considered like he has violated all of the entire Torah. He's, he, he's violated every single sin except for that last one. And now he got it right before he died. Obviously, that would be particularly bad. So here, Rabbeinu Yonah uh, says that the sixth way to inspire ourselves to engage in the Shiva process is to recognize that we never know how much time we have here on earth. God willing, it'll be 120 happy and healthy years, but we have to be prepared for the fact that there might be an unexpected meeting between our Nishamot and Hashem. We want to make sure that not only are they clean, free of sin, because we've engaged in the tshuva process every single day, but we also have gone out of our way to fill ourselves up with mitzvah opportunities, whether it's, you know, quote-unquote exotic mitzvot that we don't always get the chance to prepare, or whatever projects that we've taken upon ourselves. You know, I'll finish Shas when I'm retired, so on and so forth. We need to make sure that we have the attitude, that we take advantage, and we try to get as many mitzvot as possible right now, because you just never know.